Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What do you think the story is here tonight thus far? I will tell you, somebody in uh, high up in uh, McAuliffe's camp who was there with McAuliffe uh, put it this way to me about an hour ago. It's a bloodbath. And it's a bloodbath that if the Democrats don't change their ways, will reverberate into 2022 and beyond. Says who? Says Kamala Harris in a rare unscripted moment before the Virginia election. Because you see, what happens in Virginia will in large part determine what happens in 2022, 2024, and on. I told you something was going on. The best sign of this, that something big and deep and beneath the surface was stirring, was the hip-hop charts. Remember, just last week, five of the top 15 hip-hop slash rap songs in America by downloads, that's the iTunes chart. Five of the top 15 anti-Joe Biden songs. They all have one thing in common. They were anti-vaccine mandate, but every one of them also mentions censorship. One of those five knocked Adele, the legendary artist, out of the top one slot. That's how you know some deep chord has been struck with the American people particularly young people, both those things that all five of those songs rage against are products of the Democrat Party, the censorship, the cancellation, the persecution. Last week on this podcast, I called it the beginning of the rebellion. If you want to break it down to numbers to describe it, you can use the exit polling. Joe Biden won Virginia by 11 points, but by yesterday, He had a 56% disapproval rating. If you're keeping track, that's a 17-point swing in less than 10 months. Want to know why the hip-hop charts look like they do? Why all the girls in the TikTok videos dancing to F. Joe Biden look to be somewhere between the ages of, oh, I don't know, 18 and 35? All you need to do is look at the exit polling and Virginia. It's staggering. Joe Biden won the 18 to 34 year category in Virginia by just shy of 70 percent. How did Terry McAuliffe do? The Democrat governor? Listen to how that group broke. The Democrats need at least 60 percent of the vote, 18 to 34, and they regularly get it. 
Listen to this. 45% of 18 to 34s voted for the Republican, Yunkin, who looks like your dad. 55% voted for the Democrat, McAuliffe. That's all a win for the Democrats, but for them, it's a bloodbath. They can't win national elections with the 18 to 34s split almost down the middle. Ain't going to work. They are on the precipice of losing a generation right here. Want another example? Okay, New Jersey. At the time this podcast is recorded, it's almost impossible to figure out if the Democrat or the Republican won the governor's election there. New Jersey is a hardcore blue state. Joe Biden won it by 16 points less than a year ago. Right now, the Democrat and the Republican are in a photo finish. Joe Concha, commentator on Fox News, lives in New Jersey. He understands what that means. This is obviously a political earthquake. What's going on in my state in New Jersey, regardless if, if Jack Citarelli wins, even if he loses by a point, that's a state that... Joe Biden won by 16 points. You're giving away 15 points in 10 months. That's amazing. He still could win, by the way. What's going on here? What is this rebellion against? I told you last week that it had begun. I told you to be patient. People like you are among the most educated, not just in the country, but on earth. You get real news. Regular people are somewhere between 9 and 36 months behind you. You have to be patient. But they're getting it. The texter to my show this morning that got it the best was the person who wrote this. Tara, the people fought back yesterday in Virginia, not the Republicans. This isn't about Republican or Democrat. This isn't a shift to the Republicans because they're getting it right. They're doing almost nothing. This is a rebellion against the Democrats. It's a rebellion that they're going to find in the exit polling because Virginia is such a blue state. It's a state with two Democrat senators and a state in which a Republican has not won statewide in 12 years at all for any office and a state that Joe Biden won by 11 points. This win by Yunkin required the shift of Democrat leaning independents and yes, Democrat voters too. the state's just too blue for it to be any other way. So what were these voters saying? This was not a shift toward the Republicans. This was a get your crap together vote, a message to the Democrats that they couldn't send any other way. Some are afraid the party will lose. Others, and this is the big subconscious vein running here. This is why you're seeing, again, those five songs in the top five, 15 on the hip hop charts. This is a rebellion against the authoritarianism. We warned and warned and warned that it was coming, that the Democrats were doing it, that they were Soviet, they were Marxist. Even Vladimir Putin warned a couple of weeks ago, trying to tell us this is exactly what these guys were doing heading into the Russian Revolution in the early 1900s. But no one listened. We were QAnon. We were nuts. They had to see it for themselves. A lot of these people would like to return to voting Democrat. They're basically on the same page as this party. But the fascist, authoritarian, Marxist strain of behavior that up until now they've thought was just a QAnon conspiracy is becoming more and more obvious every day. That's what they're rebelling against. They don't want it. In fact, on a subconscious level, it's begun to scare them. The most important story today after the Virginia one, if you want to get your arms around the psychology 
of what's going on here is a story about Madonna. Yes, Madonna. She's a hardcore leftist. So hardcore that she got in trouble for saying she wanted to blow up the White House in 2016 because Trump, the woman hater, had occupied it. Yes, I'm angry. Yes, I am outraged. Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. How's she feel now? Frightened was the word she used. She says cancel culture censorship is, quote, frightening. She used the word insane to describe it. Well, folks, cancel culture is not coming from the right. It's coming from the left. She said the censorship taking place these days is frightening. What changed her mind? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, she tweeted out a Breitbart article um, with the press conference from the America's Frontline Doctors and praised Stella Emanuel, who had saved hundreds of her patients, not a single one of them hospitalized, after using hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin she was censored her video taken down um and her account had a a warning attached to her instagram about it she was humiliated and it was an eye-opener for her everybody has this moment 
So we're talking about here is not a switch to the Republican Party. They haven't done anything to earn that. This is pure, unparalleled terror of the authoritarianism they're seeing. Now, to get an idea of what might be going on at the subconscious level in our society right now, Google celebrities and cancel culture. And look what comes up. Again, this is just a snapshot. Here are the headlines. Sean Penn and Conan O'Brien, two hardcore leftists, blast Soviet cancel culture. That was in July. Other liberal celebrities who've done the same in the last year? Sharon Stone, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Dave Chappelle. The list goes on and on. Whoopi Goldberg. And those are the ones who've had the courage to step out and say something. So let me ask you, if liberals this hardcore are raising the alarm, what is going on in the mind of the average uninformed NPR listener who thinks they're liberal, which is a lot of the Democrats' base? Now, against that backdrop, consider the horrifying display the people of Virginia were just treated to. A girl raped in the girl's bathroom by a boy in a skirt directly the result of the Democrats' transgender policies, which, let's face it, many liberals have never been completely comfortable with. Yeah, the leaders of the party, but not regular people. And what did they learn in the last week before the election? That boy gets convicted of forcible sodomy just four days after Barack Obama was on the ground in Virginia assuring people the rape didn't happen. The right had just made it up. Oh, the timing was bad. Then, the week before the election, after Democrat Governor Terry McAuliffe has told parents to butt out that they should not be in charge of what their kids learn and what the environment's like inside their school, we learn that the school board and the superintendent lied. They had known about this rape the whole time. Then, we watch, and in particular the people of Virginia who are following this, Watch the National Association of School Boards withdraw their letter calling for the FBI to be sicked on parents who disagree with Democrats at school board meetings and the Patriot Act to be used against them. So the organization that called for that withdrew their letter and apologized. But it just so happened that the House and the Senate had the Merrick Garland hearings. He's the head of the Department of Injustice, our attorney general and a walking fascist freak show. And so he's asked, hey, you know, this National Scoreboard Organization, they've withdrawn their letter. Um, Are are you going to withdraw yours, sticking the FBI on people who disagree with Democrats at school board meetings? He says no. When asked to prove, hey, you know, I mean, have you even investigated any of these violent incidents? I mean, do you know there's even really violence? He admits he hasn't. When asked, hey, do you know about that dad? The one arrested by police who it turns out his daughter was raped. Did you know that about that case? Nah, he didn't. After all of that, sir, would you like to withdraw your letter? No, I think I'd like to persecute parents. Unapologetic. Authoritarian. It's scary stuff. And the whole Biden regime doubled down on it. From Merrick to circle back Jen Psaki, their spokesperson, even Joe Biden. Here's an audio montage I used last week on my show that shows you what the left and the right in Virginia were treated to. Disagree with us? We'll cancel you. Destroy you. Use the Patriot Act against you. We'll even sick the FBI on you. 
I'm not sure what you mean by that. You have weaponized the FBI and the Department of Justice. It's wrong. It is unprecedented, to my knowledge, in the history of this country. And I call on you to resign. This letter calls him a domestic terrorist. The NSBA is so embarrassed of this letter, they've apologized for it and retracted it. But you don't apparently have the same willingness to apologize and retract what you did. This testimony, your directive, your performance is shameful. That's not Thank God you are not on the Supreme Court. You should resign in disgrace, Judge. Mm. That was painful. That was terrible. Yes, Garland also grilled about uh, if he's now finally aware of the Loudoun County school rape case. You indicated in response to that that you weren't aware of that. And in the six days before you testified before the House Judiciary Committee, um, have you become familiar with the publicly reported details of that case? Yes, I have read about the case. Yes. The Democrats were unmoved. And you got to understand, if you're in Virginia, this is a big deal. You're paying close attention to this. You didn't miss the fact that the Department of Homeland Security sent, I kid you not, a black helicopter to hover over a Fairfax, Virginia school board meeting and shine a light down on the parents peacefully protesting outside. You didn't miss the coverage, if you were a parent or lived in Virginia and you were into this, of the black federal government cars that pulled up to the Fairfax school board meeting. This level of intimidation is terrifying. From Madonna to Sean Penn to regular average Democrat-leaning voters in Virginia who just want it to stop. But why can't the Democrats stop? Why won't they stop? If you want to understand the psychology of that, you need to go back and listen to the first two podcasts I did in this Battleground series. And I explained it. The Democrats' key program, the bulk of their plan is an open border. The bulk of their plan is to get 20 to 40 million additional illegals over that border during the Biden administration and then amnesty them. Nothing else matters. Once they do that, we will be flipped immediately to a to a total control authoritarian one party system. All of Democrat Party politics is geared toward that eventuality. They are all acting not as if they live in the electorate of today. But in the one they are creating, the one they're creating with numbers over that border, they're all jockeying for position, not in this electorate. They consider this to be old, but in the new electorate, who can be the bigger Marxist, who can be the bigger fanatic, who can go the most authoritarian. In short, they are building a one party system. All of the world's authoritarian regimes are one party systems. There is no other system. And their apparatus, their weaponry, is the intelligence community. That is what they are building. Everything in the party is forward-looking, not backward-looking. They've long since abandoned any pretense of convincing the people. This is why Jen Psaki laughs when people can't get stuff on the shelves of Walmart and says, oh, so your treadmill hasn't been delivered yet? Or when Biden's chief of staff mocks people for being freaked out about the prices at the grocery store, calling it a first world problem. They simply don't care. They are gunning for their position in the world that is coming, the one they're creating, the one party system where they don't have to listen to you or me or my white suburban college educated girlfriends who listen to NBR, NPR and think their opinion will count. In short, they can't help themselves. This is why 
They're not even trying anymore. They're not even pretending. They're not selling this stuff. Joe Biden goes out there like a dictator and demands you must take the vaccine or you will be fired. And if you disagree with me, you're a killer. Why not build support for these things? Build sympathy. Just trying to help care about human life because they feel they don't have to. They feel they've already won the game. They feel it's only a matter of time. And then they'll have the numbers they need to disregard my NPR listening college-educated suburbanite white girlfriends who think they're smart because they're liberal. It was all supposed to be so much fun. That's what Madonna's talking about. It was supposed to be great. It was supposed to be cool. She was supposed to be protected from us. Now she needs protecting from them. She didn't think she'd get canceled. Sean Penn didn't think he'd be eligible for cancellation. Neither did Conan O'Brien. They're horrified. They don't know how to stop the monster they've created. That authoritarianism was why Kamala Harris and the now governor of New York pulled up outside Carnegie Hall together to go in for some entertainment and were heckled by screaming, yelling crowds. Folks, this is in blue New York City. Listen to the crowd. It was about, I don't know, between 50 and 75 people screaming as their car pulls up. Mostly, they're pissed about the vaccine mandate. The rejection was nearly complete, topped off by former Obama advisor David Axelrod advising the Democrats publicly that they better not count on passing their bankrupt America bill. Because after watching the rout, the bloodbath in Virginia, they had no doubt just lost a lot of moderate votes. That's a death sentence for Biden's agenda and a blessing for the Democrats. That bill would have spun inflation out of control and probably been the killing blow for the dollar. If that hasn't been delivered already by Joe Biden's stimulus plan, they're still printing and spending that money from March. If I were in Democrat leadership, Axelrod said, I'd be worried about moderate Democrats reconsidering their support. They should be. But it's not just the fascist boot of the FBI that these people were treated to. Preview of it anyway. That caused this vote. Look at what Reuters just reported on Tuesday. They say U.S. companies are facing a worker rebellion and a potential workforce shortage due to Joe Biden's screw you, fire you vaccine mandate. And look who's mad at it. The local Kansas machinists union. The head Cornell Adams told Reuters, we're going to lose a lot of employees over this. Nearly, get this, half of 10,000 employees at aircraft companies Textron Inc. and Spirit Aerosystems in Wichita, Kansas. Nearly half of the 10,000 workers have chosen to forego the China coronavirus jab and are at risk of losing their jobs. The machinist union head Cornell Adams says he's voted Democrat. All his, all his life, he's really, really, really angry. Adams told Reuters the party has lost him forever. He's gathering lawyers for the lawsuits. The Reuters headline reads, From Boeing to Mercedes, a U.S. worker rebellion swells over vaccine mandates. <laughs> you think the supply lines are slow now? Oh, wait till Biden goes to work on them. And notice this, folks. 
Have you seen the Democrats, other than Biden, publicly back these vaccine mandates? Nope. They're letting their avatar do all the hard work. They know politically this is absolute poison, completely toxic. This is why, though asked asked about it, and Nancy Pelosi might give a nod on television politely, she's not out there campaigning for this. None of them are. Just Joe. They know how toxic it is. So what are the Democrats actually doing here? They're making a run at authoritarian power. They're testing the defenses. Knowing this is the best chance in a generation they'll have to do it. They've got an avatar runaway candidate who is so deeply compromised to China, to Russia, and to the intel they have on him, they can make him do virtually anything in public. And then cast him aside and blame all their sins on him. Saying, look, we never, re- we never supported that stuff, or at least publicly got behind it. Meanwhile, Boeing executives are in a bind. More than 7,000 U.S. Boeing employees have applied for religious exemptions and 1,000 have applied for medical reasons. That's about 6% of their workforce. Quote, Reuters reported, the rebellion has put Boeing executives in a bind. The company could lose skilled staff but must comply with the presidential order. Similarly, Raytheon Technologies, it's a U.S. defense firm, CEO Greg Hayes said last week that the company could lose several thousand workers because of Biden's Chinese coronavirus mandate. Ditto for a group representing, Reuters said, FedEx Corporation, United Parcel Service, Inc., and other cargo carriers who said it would be virtually impossible to have all their workforce vaccinated by the deadline. That means, yep, the supply lines get it. When does all this go down? Eh, December. What happens in January again? Oh, the shutdown at the Canadian border and the blocking of nearly a trillion dollars worth of trade with Canada. That's when Homeland Security announced the vaccine mandate goes into place for the northern border with Canada. Again, we'll lose about 40,000 American truckers to it and 20,000 Canadian truckers to it. And trade? will still flow, but at a much, much slower pace. What comes over that border? Car parts, car repair parts, technology, all the stuff the economy runs on. You think this is an accident? Nope. It's on purpose. Again, they're testing the defenses, seeing what they can get away with, seeing how far America will let them go under the cover of COVID. They figure they'll rebuild later, once Biden either dies or is ejected. From the cockpit. And as long as they get millions and millions and millions over that border, to them, the way they think, they're still winning. It'll be two million this year. Next year, bare minimum five. In fact, I guarantee you, all those Democrat NGOs and Soros money all over the world, they're rounding up immigrants for the flood. Millions for the flood. They're going for broke. They don't care what it costs them at the polls. If they did, they would have heated the polls that surely presaged Virginia. Their internal polling must be horrific. And what is clear is that they don't care. They have much bigger goals than the temporary wins. They're willing to walk in the wilderness for a while to achieve their aims. And actually, in a weird way, I get it. If I had a once in a generation chance to restore the kind of freedom that we had after the American Revolution for that first hundred years, would I risk electoral destruction to achieve it again? Doing good things, not bad things like they're doing? Oh, heck yeah. Even if I knew, if I failed, I might wander in the woods for a while because of the chance of total domination. Me, the way I think, 
It would be freedom. For them, it's absolute tyranny. And they're not wrong. They got a pretty good chance of this, pulling it off. Not a great chance, but a decent one. It's too much for them to turn down. They've been trying to get to their one-party system authoritarian regime for 50 years, peddling climate change garbage, and have gotten approximately nowhere. Yeah, sure, they've had some gains like Obamacare, but they haven't got the farm. They know that if they can get 20 to 30 million new illegals into the country during Joe Biden's administration, amnesty them and those that are pre-existing, and get that censorship regime over us that I keep telling you about, they win. They get it all. The one-party system that cannot be voted out of office by the people like the voters in Virginia. The authoritarian regime. The total power. The way they're behaving, then, is all very rational once you understand where they're going. But the good news is this is the first real sign of resistance. And given Hollywood to Madonna to the hip-hop charts, this resistance is buried deep in the American psyche. It's not Democrat or Republican. It's cramping. It's a lack of freedom. And it's such a relief to know it's there and that that spark is still alive. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 